0: Hello everyone! Uh, Guillaume and I really missed you all and we are super happy to be back here. Right, bro?
1: Yes! I'm super happy! Welcome to Game Bros episode 14! Oh my
0: god! <laughs> I'm really happy to see you. I'm really happy to chat with everyone in our Discord and we have prepared a really nice
1: episode for today, right, bro? Really nice indeed. And maybe we should start with some breaking news, even if they are not like breaking, breaking, but like some news because we were not live like for a month and a half, something like that. So a lot of stuff happened and me, yeah, I know. And maybe, and I I want to start with that one. A lot happened regarding next gen consoles. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I had the chance to really ask you that one, which console are you going to order or are you going to order one? Are you excited? I mean, because I am am excited. I am very excited.
0: I'm so excited too, bro. And I wonder uh, what our listeners think about it. So you guys are more than welcome to participate and tell us what you guys are ordering, if you're ordering anything, if you're Mm going to get a a next-gen console right away. Bro, Mm -hmm. I am actually, you know, trying to get a PS5 (gasps) and i just can't and this was one of the things that i was going to bring up i mean i've been trying to find a place where i can actually pre-order it Uh they're all sold out then this week because i knew i wanted to chat a little bit about this i was Mm -hmm. like let me talk to someone from best buy because that's how i got my uh, nintendo switch when it first came out Someone from Best Buy told me, look, it's going to be really complicated. But if you don't mind staying in line for a very long time, you might get one. <laughs> that was pretty much what they told me. And I was like, okay, I'm down. And this time I contacted them and they said, if you didn't pre-order it, I don't think you're going to be able to get one this year. And I was like, what
1: the fuck?
0: Really? Yeah. They said that the, the consoles we are getting can barely attend the first people who pre-order
1: them, barely. So they, ca- they cannot sustain the production somehow? I, mean, I do don't f- know.
0: Yeah, that, that's a very good question. I mean, I, I do think that, and I think we mentioned this before, like when, when they're still announcing the next-gen consoles that this stupid pandemic, of course, is slowed everything down and that isn't different for the next-gen consoles. Mm-hmm. But I have to say that was I was really surprised. I've I i do not recall Sony having a like having problems putting enough consoles out there when mm-hmm. they were ready to release a new console in the market. I, I sincerely don't recall having a hard time getting one. Yeah. And now Save. I've been just like refreshing pages, Best Buy, and whatever other stores I can possibly imagine. They are all sold out. There's nothing you can do. And I don't think that you're going to have actual consoles for you to buy on November 12th when it's the release date.
1: So that's a bummer. I have good news for you, bro. Mm. And maybe like, I don't know if everyone is aware about those, but like what PlayStation said, so what Sony said is that most of the games that are going to be released for PS5 will probably be released on PS4 as well. With this kind of like compatibility, meaning that if you buy this on PS4, you can get it free for PS5. Mm -hmm. And that's how, like, that's, that helped me, like, make a decision. Because I have a PS4 that is working perfectly well. And I know that for instance, Spider-Man Miles Morales will be released on PS4. And I was like, do I need 4k? To play Spider-Man. I guess. But. Do I really need that? I'm like. My PS4 is working. So right now. I know they don't have consoles. At all. So I'm like. I want to buy the game. Anyways. And I have the PS4 here. So I was like. Man. I think it's a sign. And I think that this sign is showing me. You should buy an Xbox. (laughs) So. So. I'm on the way, I mean, what I'm going to do, because I'm going to be honest with the listeners, with our audience, I'm going to get it through the leasing thing that Microsoft is doing. So I will pay 35 bucks a month getting the Series X, so the most powerful one that they are releasing, and the Game Pass included, so what they Mm -hmm. call a Game Pass. And what I like with that is that all their big games, all their AAA games will be released on Game, pa- Game Pass Day 1. So I was like, that's super wow. exciting. And at the same time, what I like is that I will have all the games I want and all the exclusives on PS4, at least at first. And maybe in a year or two, when I see that, I don't know, Sony is releasing so many exclusives that I'm into it and I want a PS5. I can always do something about my leasing. I can always resell my Xbox Series X. I can do something later on. But right now, I think that the leasing thing that Microsoft is doing is super appealing. I like it a lot. So I'll go with Series X.
0: I mean, that makes perfect sense. And especially now, I mean, if people are struggling to get their hands on a new console, Mm-hmm. Even though the consoles aren't necessarily cheap or anything, and now they're mm-hmm. even difficult to find, I know. that's when you open up uh, the market for options, right? So, there you go. Uh, and and I mean, I I think that whoever decides to to get the new Xbox is mm-hmm. not going to regret it. I'm I'm no. pretty sure of it, and mm-hmm. I have seen lots of like really good gamers that I respect in their blogs and their websites saying that I'm basically choosing the one console that I think it looks cooler on my TV stand. Because they were like, these are very compactable machines. It really depends Mm -hmm. on what games you want to play. And there is no wrong call. So I think you're going to have a great time. Mm -hmm. But bro, are you basically telling us that one can actually play Horizon 2 and
1: Spider-Man, Miles Morales on PS4? So I'm gonna say sadly enough it is so I don't I kind of don't get why PlayStation is doing that because in a way you're killing your console like you're killing your next gen console because a lot of people do not have 4K TVs we do so for us the PS5 is still very appealing because we Mm -hmm. have all the 4K content that we want and want to put on a next gen console but for someone just sticking with a 1080p TV, regular TV, HDTV, I don't think it's the moment just to buy a PS5 yet. Buy like the same games on PS4, mm-hmm. and whenever you get your 4K TV, maybe it's time to upgrade and get a PS5. You will get the same games for free on PS5. I, I, I'm super happy. I'm not very saying it's, it's yeah. It's it's great for gamers, but I mm-hmm. kind of don't get what Sony is doing here because a lot of people might just think maybe it's our time to test the Series X because mm-hmm. Game Pass is very appealing. I don't know. I don't know what they are doing actually, bro. Wow, that's that's news to me, bro. I had no idea. And there
0: there are a few things that are coming to my mind right now. For example, I heard that playing Horizon 2 with mm-hmm. the new dual sense is gonna be a whole new experience, you know? For sure. We are mm-hmm. talking about a game that is well, we, we know the mechanics really well. Both oh. you and I played the, the first game extensively, and there's a lot of like uh, bow and arrow and mm-hmm. other sorts of guns, and apparently the dual sense is gonna give you the next dimension of what it feels to put more or less pressure to release an arrow. And so maybe they trust their product so much that they're going to say, we respect you guys who bought your PS4, PS4 Pro, and don't want to upgrade them necessarily right now. On the other hand, if you want the full experience, get the new one. And that would be sick. I would love that.
1: What I think, and it's probably the reason why they are doing this like release on both consoles at the same time is that they don't have a lot of PS5 ready and like being produced right now Mm -hmm. so it might be another way of saying to ps4 gamers just wait at the moment you can get a ps5 in your hands you will get the same game for free on your brand new machine and you will enjoy like even more i mean because like you will enjoy a lot but something that they are not doing and maybe i'm mistaken but i'm pretty sure of it you won't be able to migrate your saves, meaning that like, if you play on your PS4, you save your game. When you migrate to PS5, you will have to start fresh. I see. Which is a a bummer and and that's why I'm gonna buy an Xbox. Xbox said that the retro compatibility was also for saves because they imagine everything as a big cloud thing. So now you play some, I know. So you play something on your Xbox One, you save there you buy a series x you play the same game you can just load your save everything will be the same but better because better fps like higher mm-hmm. fps you will get like better graphics because like the the graphics on that machine is insanely good so what people were saying and i put that in our show notes but one guy was previewing because you cannot review the the xbox series x yet because it has mm-hmm. not been like fully like released, like it's still like previews. And the guy was saying what I feel like with this Series X, it's like, it's a PC. I'm getting the same kind of experience I'm getting with a PC, meaning it's super smooth, like Mm -hmm. I don't hear the fans. It's a great way to enjoy the games you used to play on another machine, but this time it's so much better because everything is upgraded and I was like, wow, this guy just says that we don't need like something next gen. The guy is saying, we just want to enjoy playing even more. So higher refresh rate, stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So more frames per second. I was super excited when I saw that, very excited. So I think that it's a, we'll see. Again, because maybe they won't have any exclusives that are appealing to us, so we'll see. But for now, what I think is that PlayStation is kind of not delivering because, like, releasing on the PS4. And what Xbox is doing is that they release everything on Game Pass, so whatever console you have, it will be there. So it's going to be on Xbox One as well, but for them, the delivery, like, the, the way they deliver content is way different because they are making any, make, making money anyways they have Game Pass and they want you to be on Game Pass so yeah. I think it's smart just think it's smart
0: I think it's genius too and I think this is very respectful to us customers because we should always have the option you know to decide whether you want to upgrade your console or not of course I'm not saying that the PS4 Pro should be running smoothly every single game in the next 5 mm-hmm. years I'm not saying that but They cannot basically force you. I think it's very smart and very respectful of them to give us the option of a smooth transition to the next one. For sure. I I really like that. Mm -hmm. But, bro. Yes. I think that we will be able to generate a lot of really interesting content because in the end, I will probably get my hands on a PS5. Yes. And you are going to experience the Xbox platform. It's going to be amazing. And we can, you know, exchange all this information. I'm pretty sure that our listeners will, you know, well, I think I'm more leaning towards this or that, but they'll have more information to work with, which is pretty awesome. But bro, another thing that I was going to say is that if there is something I can tell you right now is that people don't have to spend their money on a a brand new console if they want excellent games in the near future. And you and I separated a few titles here. Mm -hmm. Guys, I'm telling you. The first game that I want to talk about, which (laughs) will be released for the Nintendo Switch, by the way. uh, And also for PS4, PS5. They're going to be like a a multi-console game. Mm -hmm. It's called Immortals Phoenix Rising. Mm. I don't know if you guys had time or the opportunity to actually, you know watch a video on youtube on this game but remember this title immortals phoenix rising Mm -hmm. i was um watching a few videos on youtube recently on this game because they they released very short videos at first i think the official release date for this game is december it's going to be a little bit before christmas and If I have to describe my feeling when I was seeing the gameplay for this video, would be imagine taking Zelda Breath of the Wild and God of War and merging these two games in one. Wow. That's my feeling. There hasn't been a single person who watched this this video that they released on demos and they're like, what? It... It looks amazing. The graphics are gorgeous. The the puzzles apparently are extremely clever. Um, I am so much looking forward to playing this game. So Mm -hmm. I don't know, bro, if you had the time to take a look at it. But I highly recommend, you know, just searching a few videos here and there. Because I'm pretty sure you're going to get excited about
1: it. I'm with you. We will include the link in the show notes. I was very excited as well. And... I cannot stress like enough that like the Switch is still my favorite console. So even though like Sony and Microsoft are releasing two next gen consoles, I still play like I would say 50-50. Like when when I play something, it's like 50% on my Switch, 50% on my PlayStation, especially because mm-hmm. I want to finish Horizon these days. But mm-hmm. bro, like At the moment I get my Series X, I'm pretty sure I'm going to spend 50% of my video game time on my Switch, which is so weird, but like so real. I love my Switch. (laughs) So, and so that game is amazing. Looks amazing. So people should just, people should just look at the video. It's going to be in the show notes and another Mm -hmm. game that we have to mention. Tell us, bro. Tell us, give us everything. (laughs) Oh my God. So it's based on Breath of the Wild. And it's called Hyrule Warriors and guys, I mean, like with my bro, we've been watching like a series of videos because like those like dudes are playing and like playing characters there. It looks so good. It's so like, so what you do is just like, you are playing as a champion, for instance, Uh, one of the big four champions that were like seen in Breath of the Wild and you're playing as them and you have to like just kick some ass. You're like involved in like gigantic battles and it's epic. It's just epic. It looks so awesome. But at the same time, we don't know if they will deliver on the storyline. But for now, it looks so Freaking amazing. I want to buy that game. I'm going to spend like all my life in game. That's... uh, I love it. Just love it. (laughs) Exactly, bro. I
0: think the actual release date is for this particular game. So it's called again uh, Hyrule Warriors. Yes. Uh, I think it's going to come out pretty much together with the next gen consoles. So again, if you feel like you, you don't have the money to put on a new console right now. But... You know, we're talking about a Zelda Breath of the Wild follow-up. It's not yeah. the newest game that they're developing, so don't get me wrong. I think, nope. as as Guillaume very well said, the idea behind this game is a little different. We are talking about what I believe is going to be a way less technical game compared to mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild, for example, where you'd have to learn all the mechanics and. It, it looks much more like a game that they designed to keep us entertained and excited. Because there's going to be an even better game coming in the, in the near future. So For sure. Remember when you guys saw these wonderful cutscenes on Zelda Breath of the Wild. Where we would learn a little bit about the champions. And we would get to know them a little bit. See how they yeah. fight. I remember seeing Urboza fighting in that one cutscene when she goes back and then this thunder kills everyone and I was like, Jesus, this, this chick is wild. And yeah. now you can play as Urboza, and she's so awesome. She's like everything I thought she would
1: be. She's just so awesome. I simply can't wait to play this game. I know. And it's like, it's such a smart move from Nintendo to release that game at the same time. It's like of a, I don't know, a way to say Sony and Microsoft, like it's good. You're releasing new consoles, but we still have the power of the gamers. Like everyone loves what we are doing on the Switch right now. We will just release one game and you'll see it's going to like sell like crazy. Yeah. I I can't wait. I can't wait and that helps me like just if I cannot get an Xbox Series X and I don't think I will be able to get one because like it's pretty much the same as PS5 like there's no way you can get a Series X these days Mm -hmm. but to be fully honest getting that game on Switch I don't care. I don't even need a PS5, a Series X. I will be so happy just to be able to sit down in front of my Switch and play that game. What I like and the kind of gameplay that I can associate that with is probably more of an Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So you have those Mm -hmm. epic battles where you fight like against Spartans and stuff like that, for instance. And it reminded me of those like epic battles where you have to kick like all the asses there. And that's... (laughs) that's really entertaining but i really want to see if they can deliver on the storyline because if there is nothing behind it and if it's only like battling more like of a tekken thing where you have just to kick some ass i don't know if i will play it for a long time but Mm -hmm. i know i'm gonna play it for sure exactly bro
0: exactly i mean i've seen enough so that i can tell a few things first of all this game happens I think the first time Calamity Ganyan happened, so we're talking about the warriors, the champions at full power. Link Mm -hmm. is a freaking monster, you know? I've seen a few videos of, you know, people playing as Link, and Mm -hmm. he's not the Link we are used to control in Zelda Breath of the Wild when he wakes up a hundred years later with nothing but really old trousers, right? We're talking about a. (laughs) Freaking badass link full of technology. We are talking about a young impa fighting like a freaking ninja. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a whole new thing, and the graphics really respected the scenario we love so much, right, bro? It's
1: Breath of the Wild.
0: Exactly. When,
1: when, I, when I see the videos, when I, when I saw those videos, I was like, bro, even if the game sucks, I have to buy it because yeah. for me, it's Breath of the Wild all over again i want to be in like in a game where i can feel the same thing i felt for breath of the Wild. so i'm gonna Mm -hmm. buy it and we'll do an episode about that one for sure and it's coming soon it's it's coming soon it's coming soon what what can can we say very excited like right now i would give it like probably five cups of coffee because i'm super excited Mm -hmm. super pumped about the game but we'll see if they can deliver on the storyline because that's the big question exactly bro bro today we have a very very special episode because that episode was requested by some of like by one of our listeners and she wanted us to kind of rank our favorite lego games and oh my god that's a vast subject isn't it bro
0: what a smart idea again thank you so much for for the nice idea and if you guys have more ideas for the incoming episodes just you know leave here on our discord Guillaume and I love to go over you know and through and and take a look at what you guys have in mind and this was one of the we we read it and we immediately looked at each other and we're like okay that's cool Guillaume and I both love Legos, and I'm not only talking about Lego games, although we're going to focus on that in this episode, we're just talking about Lego. Who doesn't like Lego, bro?
1: Weirdos? I don't know. Legos are amazing. Legos are amazing. So Legos, I mean, I had so many sets, and I'm talking about the actual Legos, when I was a kid that... Man, like it brings so many memories. I love Legos, and that's probably why I'm also so attached to the video games. I don't think it's only about like reviving some movies or like franchises in Lego. It's like that you, l- I love Lego. I love mm-hmm. Legos in general. And the great thing about like this kind of ranking thing is that it brings a lot of memories because for me, Lego starts with Lego sets. I had so many sets when I was a kid. Everything started with Indiana Jones. I I had like, not all of them, but like... I, I had so many of them. And then what LEGO did when I was, I think I was 10 at the time, they released Star Wars. Like, so mm. like they released the entire, like a bunch of sets about Star Wars and it was just the beginning. So they wanted to see if people were into it because it was, it correlated well with the release of episode one. So like the newest, like not the newest, but the prequel. Bro, I was so attached to my Lego sets. I played them for hundreds of hours. It was so much fun.
0: <sighs>
1: and then exactly. Harry Potter oh bro i okay. had all of them too Th-
0: that's like that's my weak spot bro <laughs> uh Kane and i keep talking yeah. about getting uh the big set for the castle Ooh. for hogwarts uh-huh. just you know to play here in our living room just mm-hmm. to build the whole set and i uh and and i think we we found one that was like fairly affordable on amazon and, and I'm just, like, thinking about it all the time because I'm there with you 100%. And I know that this, this comes, like, maybe on a different context. But, I mean, if you are a kid or if you have kids, in, in your case now, bro, what would be a better gift to, you know, get our kids to be creative than a Lego, right? Lego mm-hmm. has always been about creativity. Of course, some sets are... Built in a way that you know exactly what you're going to get in the end. But Mm -hmm. I always Mm -hmm. love the random ones too. So that you could could do whatever. Right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I think is in bed in the idea of Lego. Is this magic of being fun. And I think they were very, very successful in translating that idea of being fun to their their games. Right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about five games that Guillaume and I selected and we were like troubleshooting this selection for a long time because there's oh. so many good titles out there we didn't <laughs> so even many. know where to start mm-hmm. uh, but then my bro and I you know got together a few times texted each other and we're like okay this game should be there this game too and blah 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 <laughs> so we separated five that we were like okay we have to talk about those but the truth is they all, all the LEGO games that at least I played have this in common. The idea of bringing a franchise that everybody likes, Mm -hmm. plus the fun and
1: light side of LEGO. Right, bro? I agree. Fully agree. Yeah, LEGOs are amazing. And as you said, like, it's all about creativity. So when I was a kid, and I remember those Christmas days where Like I had to open my gifts and my presents and like I was opening them. I discovered Lego boxes and I was like, oh my God. (laughs) And the thing is, before playing them, you have to build them. And that was probably my favorite part. So every time I had to build like, let's say a spaceship, a Star Wars spaceship, like it was so much fun just to build it. Every time, even when I was a teenager or grown up, like sometimes remembering that my like brothers got sets and they were kids at the time my favorite part of it was to help them build the thing because legos are amazing like building like brick by brick something it's it's just amazing it brings a lot of creativity as you said and yeah we had to come up with five games Mm -hmm. and what we'll do is like all those games are pretty much in common but what we'll have at the very end of the episode is to describe like our favorite games each so, because we don't have, like, the same games that we prefer, but that's normal, that's Lego too. We cannot like, like, we love them all, but, like, we probably have one favorite, and uh, so that's what we'll do. And maybe we should start with the first one, bro. What do you think? Let's do it, bro.
0: Yay. So, the first one, and and again, <laughs> when, when I say first, it doesn't mean that it's the top in our five. We're going to no. talk a little bit more about mm-hmm. that. It's actually not the top one neither for Guillaume nor me no. but it's an amazing game and th- one of the reasons why I'm saying it's so awesome is because this particular Lego game, I think from all the Lego games I was checking out on IGN received the highest score okay so the first one you're talking about has a score from IGN of nine it's oh a my god great game okay We are talking about Marvel superheroes. I don't know if you guys actually had the time to play it. <laughs> As I can see, people are going crazy. <laughs> this game is extraordinary. It is. I love it. So, there are actually many ways of playing this game now. There are many platforms that you can use to play it. Mm-hmm. And uh, me, I played on my PS Vita for the little okay. brief moment when I had it. But it's also available on PS4. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I think some other platforms as well. These are I the played, two that
1: I can... I played on the App Store, so on my iPhone and I, iPad. Mostly on the cool. iPad. Yep.
0: Excellent, bro. And mm-hmm. I mean, there are lots of things that I love about this game. Uh, I, it's even difficult for me to start with something, but I guess... The way that they combine all the superheroes in a really fun context is mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah and the storyline is smooth the gameplay is fun you get to control a bunch of different lego superheroes which is super cute and fun bro i don't even know where to start so it's this um 3d game but it's not open world so you know exactly (laughs) where you're supposed to go Mm -hmm. and you have like all this mess right Mm -hmm. so you know like if you're controlling Hulk, you can, you know, grab, like, these Lego cars and throw them. And and if you're Magneto, you can control the little silver pieces of Lego as if they were metals. I mean, I'm telling you, they were brilliant designing this yep. game. And, and, and I can see that a lot of people actually beat the game here. And mm-hmm. it's because it's worth it, bro. So, yeah. when you were playing it, mm-hmm. did you have the same feeling that they, you know, actually managed to put this amazing context in Lego and did
1: a great job? For me, I think that this game probably like brings everything back to what a Lego game should be about. It's like all the fun that you expect from Lego, but at the same time, all the great universe, like this great Marvel universe. So I had so much fun and what I love with Lego games, and it's probably related to baby games as well. Mm-hmm. It's never super violent. It's so much fun. You're only destroying bricks in the end. <laughs> and like whenever you want to chill and maybe we did not mention them during our baby games episode but like it's great that we are doing this episode today because mm-hmm. I think that Lego games in general are probably the best baby games you can get because f- for the buck, like you love usually the universe and you're playing them with Legos. So Marvel, like the Lego games, the superheroes, it's it's just that. It's like having fun. And for me, it's probably as brilliant as great Marvel video games because it's all about Legos too. And no, I, ju- I just love it. I just love yeah. it. It's been a long time since I played. So I don't remember like particular scenes, but I remember when I was playing back then, it was so much fun it was so so much fun
0: exactly bro it's one of those relaxing games that we like so much that sometimes it's all you want to play something that you know you're going to relax enjoy and laugh Mm -hmm. um one thing that i remember like vividly is Mm -hmm. the very first scene when you're controlling the hulk and -hmm. you're about to fight the sandman and that's when the the game is teaching you the mechanics so i remember for example when Hook was like punching the sandman and being punched back and then this the screen tells you press square press and you have to do like (sighs) i I remember like laughing a lot being engaged Mm -hmm. from the very first minute of the game so if you guys have the opportunity if you don't know what you're gonna play Mm -hmm. next guillaume just told us i didn't know about this bro so thank you very much that is available on app store i mean there is no excuse you know just play it you're gonna love it
1: one thing that strikes me here, and now I'm I, I do think it kind of it kind of makes sense is that we are talking about platforms and you talked about the PS Vita and I think that Lego games are like fit really well with um, I don't know like consoles that you can bring with you all the time. You know what I mean? So like you have a switch, you can play on your tiny screen, like just enjoy it. You have the PS Vita, it was the same concept, but they failed.
0: Never. Mm-hmm.
1: and like what i love with those lego games on my ipad or iphone is that i don't know like i have 10 minutes to play you can just use those 10 minutes and enjoy so much so so much so i'm in love with the idea and like all most of those games we will talk about today are like prison on switch or on like iphones ipads And I don't think that those games fit really well in a PS4 world or PS3. But I know that like a lot of people do. But for me, it's like such like I enjoy so much playing them on the go. When I have like 10 minutes, I usually don't play them for like, let's say, three hours in a row. It's more of like I did like a quest in Horizon and I want like a chill time just before doing something else. I'm just going to play. Another Lego game that we'll talk about probably later, but yeah. So that's that's usually when I do enjoy them the most. Like I have ten minute breaks. I have like I had a crazy day. Usually I go for a Lego game. Yeah,
0: exactly, bro. Exactly. I mean, if one wants to think about a airplane game, you know, you don't Mm. care if you're being bothered. You don't care if it's time to you know get seated. It doesn't matter. You're gonna have a great time. Mm -hmm. It's a I mean the puzzles can be sometimes a little complicated. The final bosses can be a little complicated, but never in a disencouraging way. Never. Sure. It's always yeah. like super entertaining.
2: Mm-hmm. But bro, yeah.
0: why don't you talk about the second game on our list? Because I know it's a game that you absolutely love. <laughs>
1: and I think oh and I think I love that one probably because I loved the sets back then, when I was a kid, when I was like six, seven, eight. Something like that. So, in the 90s, late 90s, whatever. Lego Indiana Jones.
2: Yay!
1: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's not not my favorite one, but it's probably, like, in my top three. Mm -hmm. Because, again, you like Legos if you like Indiana Jones. And for me, Indiana Jones, I just love Indiana Jones. I love the movies, probably, like, in my, like, top 10 movies, probably top five. I love this franchise. I love mm-hmm. Indiana Jones. Whenever I'm down, I watch an Indiana Jones movie. <laughs>
2: nice. But
1: I, I loved that video game. And I used to play, if I remember correctly, I used to play on my DS. Maybe I'm wrong, but like something like that. And I, it, I think it's a shame because they never released those on the App Store. Compared to other titles we mentioned today, and like and Marvel, the superheroes one. So if they are like about to release that on the App Store, I will be probably one of the first guy to buy it. Mm-hmm. And even if it's ten bucks, twenty bucks, I'm gonna buy it anyways because I loved it so much. So you're following pretty much the things that happen in the movies, and that's what they did for Harry Potter, for like a bunch of like Lego games, Lego video games, and. It's, it's really an adventure game, but with the Lego spirit, so it was so, so much fun. I, I enjoyed it so, so much, and sometimes I miss it because I don't have a DS anymore, so it's, it's mostly memories, but I remember vividly enjoying it so much that I had to put it in our top five. Mm-hmm. I had to. I had to yeah. because Indiana Jones is a great franchise. I'm not talking talking about the the movies that were released later when indie is old as fuck. Not great movies. (laughs) And it's pretty much the same for the Lego video games. But yeah, so, so much fun. I wish they would release it on Switch or on my iPhone or iPad. That would be so much fun because this game is probably like one you should buy if they are releasing it on one of those platforms.
0: I agree, bro. I agree. And I mean, maybe I'm being naive, but I'm pretty sure that eventually all of these games will be available somewhere. You know, they've been developed already. It's yeah. not the the worst to just, you know, remaster them. Mm-hmm. It's not a whole lot of work. Sure. Um, I can see that some LEGO games are coming back to Nintendo Switch as well. So I mm-hmm. think that the Nintendo Switch can actually benefit a lot from these games. For because, sure. mm-hmm. you know... As you said, if the, if Indiana Jones comes out now, I'm going to buy it. You're going to buy it. They're going to get sure. a bunch of people that have these memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they can't wait to, you know, play these games again. And and I, I think that they actually might come back. And, uh, bro, do you remember what was the score for this particular game on IGN? Or maybe the score you would give it for so, our yeah.
1: audience. Oh, so IGN... Gave that game eight out of ten, and what I remember pretty vividly is that it was one of the first video review that IGN did, and it was wow. in two thousand seven, if I'm not mistaken. So I was eighteen. Yeah, I was eighteen. Oh my god, you're and old, bro. I know. Yeah. And what I liked with those is that like, and you can go back to IGN to the website. I will put a link in the show note. And the video is so crappy because these days IGN is doing awesome and great videos, but what they do in the video. And that's what I love is that they are combining the Lego sets with the actual video game. And that's so cute because the Lego sets were the best. Mm -hmm. playing with friends and creating the the movies again with those tiny Lego. Oh my God. It was so much fun. I wanted to be like, I I was indie most of the time because who doesn't want to be indie? You want to be the exactly. Oh bro. It was so much fun. And the good thing with that video game is that you were indie and like sometimes switching to another, like, person and that was so much fun. So my and it's only based on memories. My score for that game, and you know I love coffee, (laughs) I would give it 4.5 cups of coffee. It's it's an amazing game. And it's only based on memories. So I cannot imagine that like if they release that on my phone, I might give it a five because Mm -hmm. I love this franchise so much. That you yeah. kind of don't care what is inside the game as long as you have fun. Ah oh, bro. Yeah, I exactly. love I love bro, those games.
0: That's a really high score, and I can't wait for them <laughs> to listen to our episode and then remaster it for us. <laughs> but well, that would now, be great. Bro, yes. Now we are going to talk about one that was actually remastered, mm. released again, mm. and I I can't even start to describe how happy I was when I found it where I found it to play and Ooh. how much it costs because <laughs> these are all excellent news
1: right bro Oh my god I'm I'm about to die here because oh. I have them too and you exactly. told me to buy them So mm-hmm. now you have to tell us this like the story like please tell us what that game is Oh,
0: Oh, guys, we are talking about the entire collection of Harry Potter. The (sighs) entire collection of Harry Potter that is now available to play on Nintendo Mm -hmm. Switch. I mean, look at the combination. Nintendo Switch, Mm -hmm. portability, bring everywhere you want, Harry Potter, and Lego. It's just like, what else do you want, you know? It's, It's... Okay, when I saw it on on their uh, online store, I was like, okay, first thing, freak out and buy it. Second thing, while freaking out and buy it, text Guillaume. (laughs) And And that's what you did? (laughs) Exactly. And we both, like, bought it immediately. And Mm -hmm. I've been playing this game, and as Guillaume said, I like to play... uh, lego games every now and then when i know i mm-hmm. don't have a whole lot of time and or in between games that are more demanding mm-hmm. and i'm still on the first half of the game which is years one to four same and i'm enjoying it so much i don't know if mm-hmm. you guys have played this game Leave here in the comments if you have or if you want to but it's incredible
1: incredible right bro incredible and like some might say that the story is kind of fast and on a high pace but at the same time with a lego game you don't expect to redo the full movie or like following the full book you want to let's say uh do some potions or craft some potions you want to do some quidditch you want to defeat beasts you want to like do some spells and they have everything everything is embedded into that game with this lego world and like bricks and i had them all when i was a kid when i was 12 13 i had hogwarts like the 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 set and like those characters were the same like the little Mm -hmm. pieces of legos they were the same so it's bringing all the memories you can get and back then like fun fun fact the lego the hogwarts lego set back then was not the same like not the same one you can buy these days they Mm. remastered it three times if i'm not mistaken wow and and mine the first one i got was gigantic so just to give you an idea it was like probably like half a meter tall something like that you had like something like five or six rooms in the main castle. So the main castle was huge. You had the main tower and the main tower had probably like, I don't know, like six rooms too. It was huge. And now these days they try to like make something smaller so that like kids can bring them everywhere. This one was Mm -hmm. more of a, I have Hogwarts, it's going to be in my bedroom and I'm going to (laughs) play whenever I want, but I cannot bring it to a friend's place. There's no way, it's way too big. And that's something I realized with Lego sets these days. They try to make them smaller. And I don't think it's probably the best idea because Mm -hmm. I used to love spending hours to build a castle. And I don't know if if it's because kids don't like to spend hours to build Legos, but that's the fun. That's the fun part. Like building Lego sets is the fun part, right, bro? It's so much fun. It's so much
0: fun. And I mean, This uh, freedom that LEGO provides as a toy, it's something that I think, of course, it's more limited, but they still provide that with their games. So, for Mm -hmm. example, I love exploring Hogwarts in the LEGO games. I love it. You know, when you go to have a Herbology class, when you can basically use your spells on pretty much everything you see around, and you can, you know mock with other people, they're just like walking around the other wizards. I mean, it's very interactive. (laughs) It's full of really cute puzzles. It is. And the exactly the same way the movie migrates from maybe a childish story on the first book where you just Mm -hmm. get introduced to the idea when Harry Potter is just like a tiny boy all the way to getting a little bit more serious and towards end like having a bunch of fights and stuff Mm -hmm. so the game does in my opinion the very same transition yes where you go from you know just getting used to you know using spells and interacting with these gorgeous things in a castle and all these creatures you that you know jk rowling is so creative and you basically get to leave that Mm -hmm. context a little bit more and it, and, and it goes from there to a more uh, technical game, to something that is going to be a little bit more engaging. If you're more like the guy who wants to, you know, to Patronum, some Dementors out of the room, mm-hmm. you're going to get there. So yeah. there is a transition. It's pretty great. I mm-hmm. love the game.
1: I same. absolutely adore it. Same. And one thing I really liked about those games too is that sometimes you feel like Lego games are are easy somehow. And I don't think that this game is. It's not complicated whatsoever, but at the same time it's still sometimes it can be a, a bit challenging. So you mm-hmm. have to to really understand the mechanics. So at first like when I was like doing like using spells and I was not really focusing and then you're like no, I have to do it carefully because, like, y- y- you have to do it, right? Yeah. And, bro, I kind of like the, the, the challenge. It's not a super big challenge, but, like, I love the challenging part, too. It's not just about, like, playing a baby video game. No, it's, it's, it's a good video game. It's actually mm-hmm. a pretty good video game. Exactly. And I think that the score that IGN gave to those reflects that, too they gave, if I'm not mistaken, 8.5 to the first, like year one to year four, right?
2: Exactly. And
1: then for the, the other ones, so for the other movies, so year five to seven, they gave eight. And right. we did not play uh, the second part yet, so we cannot see like if it's like justified mm-hmm. to give an eight instead of an 8.5 or nine, so mm-hmm. I cannot really tell if it's justified. But so far, bro, like with the thing I'm seeing, I would give the same score that I gave to Indiana Jones. I would give 4.5 cups just for a simple reason. Harry Potter is a huge franchise. And it's probably like those, like the books, I love them so much that they are probably like, yeah, like the ones I love the most on the planet Mm -hmm. because... As a reader, as a kid, when I discovered that world, when I discovered that world, I was pretty much the same age, age as Harry, and it was so much fun just to like follow the books and like growing up with him, mm-hmm. and like doing the same transition that he's doing in the books. So like when he's becoming a teenager and like meeting girls and stuff like that. So I I felt like I was Harry sometimes. So for me, it's not just about like being just a lego game or standard lego game they are respecting the movies and the Mm -hmm. books even though sometimes they go fast i don't care i think that the shortcuts they took are justified i think that you don't have to do the full uh, storyline in a lego game you don't have to and i love them so much that yeah i had to give those games 4.5 cups of coffee what about you bro
0: Wow bro, that's a wonderful thing. I mean, I'm I'm really there with you. I mean, it's the same idea. I I if there is one thing that I think one can say that all the Lego games have in common is that none mm-hmm. of them is massive. No. Their idea of making a huge game, it was never that way. You know? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be entertaining, it's supposed to be it's not supposed to be repetitive, which mm-hmm. I love, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they had to be really creative. I mean, there are so many books and movies within this set of games. Oh. I think they did an outstanding job. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I am with you. I would give it a 4.5. I mean, especially if you think about cost benefit. Right now, mm-hmm. the game or oh, the whole set is really cheap on Nintendo Switch. It really is. cheap. So it is. If you think about all the content you can get, Mm -hmm. for the tiny little amount of money, just go for it. There is no question asked.
1: I agree. I agree. And they did the thing so well. Because I played a bunch of Harry Potter games. And on my Game Boy, on like stuff like that. And bro, I don't think that I remember one, being close to the Lego version Mm -hmm. of harry potter games so like for me the lego one would be the harry potter game i would buy but i have to mention and it's not really a lego game but they will release a harry potter game soon in 2021 have you seen the news
0: no in which platform oh
1: ps5 xbox series x
0: you've got to be kidding me
1: (laughs) that was my gift to you bro so it's gonna be an rpg Oh Role playing game, Tell and more. what they are going to what they are going to do is that it's not gonna be about Harry Potter at all. It's gonna be about the world of Harry Potter. So it's gonna be about Hogwarts Legacy. The, ta- the The title of the game is Hogwarts Legacy. So it, I think it was like a century ago or like two centuries ago. So like you're playing as an old wizard that is joining Hogwarts, and like it's an RPG. So Apparently, the way you will play and like the storyline you will get in the end will transform Hogwarts forever. And oh I'm my. so Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, it's kind of a digression here, but like we had to take it because I, I was pretty sure you, you did not see those like huge news like that. But I'm following Harry Potter quite a lot, especially mm-hmm. on Reddit. And that's where I saw it. And also on like the Xbox preview, like they they previewed the game. And to be fully honest with you, I'll buy the game. It's not going to be like a competitor to our (laughs) Harry Potter Lego game that we present today, but it's going to be pretty massive. And I can't wait to play it. It's going to be on Series X or PS5. So whatever platform you get, like or next-gen console you get, you'll be able to play. But I'm telling you, I'm so excited about that game, probably even more than some of the that so, than some of the big titles that will be released on Series X. I'm very excited about *Awkward's Legacy*, and it's oh coming my in 2021. God.
0: I need to see when because I'm gonna take a vacation, <laughs> bro. When whenever they say it's released. Oh my god! Okay, after this episode, that's the first thing I'm gonna check on YouTube. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll put we'll put some like a link or two in the show notes because you have to check that one that one out like it's going to be amazing but let's go back to legos because let's now go back to legos. So, <laughs> so like we were supposed to present five games our top 5 not ranked whatsoever the idea mm-hmm. was just to bring like our favorite lego games but of course we do have some favorites and i don't know if you mind but I'm going to tell you now which one... Like, the one that is my favorite, bro. Come on, bro. Tell us. Okay. Which one is it? And I think... No, but, like, I I guess that all... Like, our audience probably, like, saw that I was in love with Star Wars. So, like, it had to be Star Wars. So, (laughs) Lego Star Wars brought, like, the Lego thing to a next dimension in my life. So, like, when I was introduced to lego star wars and i got my first set just for you to have an idea and i was a spoiled kid i got that christmas i probably got like five sets so like spaceships
2: Mm -hmm.
1: like like speeders pod racers it was such a mess and i spent so much time playing those lego games the sets that Mm -hmm. At one point, my parents saw that like, they released the video game on Game Boy Advance, probably the year after, something like that. They bought it to me. Mm-hmm. And it was a revelation. Because like, when you're a huge, huge fan of the Lego sets, is, like they are bringing the same universe to the, the video games. Let me explain. So all the, the spaceships I had, and the pod racers and stuff like that were the same in-game. So, like, they were completely copying and pasting the same, like, blueprints in-game. So, like, they yeah. were the same. So, the one I built, like, probably, like, two years before, I had the same ones in-game. And that's why I'm, I'm just in love with them. And one thing that happened, bro, because we were chatting, like, in the meantime so in the past month about about those lego games and i realized that they released it on the app store and guess what i bought them last monday oh my god you kidding me and i finished them already <laughs> you didn't i did Oh, and, my God. And instead of, like, spending three hours to discuss about those games, I'm just going to give you my score. <laughs> okay. Go for it. Five. Five cups of coffee. Those games are amazing. Amazing. They are... One, one more time. Amazing. Bro, <laughs> like, they brought so many memories First. Second, I revived my childhood, remembered like all the details about the the spaceships and like the characters. And I told Pauline several times during the week, like I'm working during evenings, so like that's a bit of a digression. So I cannot watch movies during the day because obviously I'm working, taking care of the kids during the day. But whatever. And I was like, oh, the weekend is coming soon. So maybe we should watch all the Star Wars movies. And she was like, are you stupid? We won't do that. Like, it's nine movies now. There's no way. (laughs) And bro, (laughs) the video games I'm talking about are like from the episode one to episode six. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like the first... trilogy and the second one so like the one that comes before so it's kind of a mess whatever but like my favorite ones are obviously the old ones I love those movies those are my favorite movies like yeah I I talked about Harry Potter but like yeah no way or Indiana Jones my favorite movies are Star Wars movies then comes another franchise that my bro will describe (laughs) next (laughs) and third are probably Indiana Jones Whatever, I'm a geek, I'm a nerd, I assume (laughs) that, I'm fine. (laughs) But bro, like, those games are amazing, and what they'll do soon, because they did another, like, trilogy recently, they will release a new video game, and it's gonna be on Switch. I did not like those movies so much. They were okay, but like, Mm. yeah, I loved the first trilogy so much, that, like, for me, like, other movies cannot be at the same level. I see. Like you cannot surpass those actors and like the yeah, the movies are amazing. Whatever. I'm a huge fan. I give five out of five. Uh, so the same ranking, like the same score I gave to Breath of the Wild, just for you to have an idea. So that's that's crazy. I know it's crazy. I, I just I, know it's crazy. I think
0: this is the second time you've given five of, cups of coffee. That's unbelievable.
1: I wanted to give 4.999999, but I was like, okay, just give it a five. Like, mm-hmm. You cannot give 4.5 to something you love so much. Just imagine. I have a crazy busy life. I work from like, because I do not, do not work during the day, but I have my kids, so I cannot play during the day. So like, let's say from 9 to 10.30 p.m. So 8 a.m. to 10.30 p.m., I don't have time to play. I was able to finish all the games just so that you have an idea. So yeah, I had to give them five out of five. Like whenever a game is released and you play so much in like such a short amount of time. Yeah, it's a five. Bro,
0: I'm not here to discuss far the opposite. I'm just like amazed. (gasps) And even though... I I mean, I'm still trying to process this because I know you're picky. You don't give five cups of coffee to whatever. No. You are not here to please gamers. You're here to tell us the truth. So I am tempted to give it a try because it's like, oh, I can't believe this got five cups of coffee. I mean, that's incredible.
1: (sighs) You don't like Star Wars so much. So Mm -hmm. I don't think you will like the games because, like, for me, it's not just about the video game. It's about all the memories. It's about all the Lego sets. It's about the movies. It's about, you know, like, revive so much. And, like, whenever you're engaged in a game, enjoying, and don't counting the hours you're putting into the game at one point, you just have to let it go and just say that this is probably one of your favorite game, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. It's... I I respect it 100%, and and I agree with you, because in the end, the game is much more than just the game. And and you're explaining it really well, you know, from your sets Mm -hmm. to your favorite movies on the planet. And I mean, your excitement should be enough for everyone to buy the game and try it out. It's... Mm-hmm. I'm going to check it out and and I'm not even a Star Wars fan but I'm going <laughs> to check it out.
1: <laughs> now we have to finish with your favorite one. Oh and my. I think I'm on board with you it's going to probably be my co first if I had to choose one mm-hmm. but sadly enough I did not have time to play that one oh, because I and I think you will it. tell you will tell it in in the intro it was on the app store but they updated our iOS devices and now we cannot play it anymore, which is a bummer and a shame. And so I will probably never play those games. Please tell us everything about the one, like your top one Lego oh, my. video game, bro. Okay, guys.
0: I mean, I'm going to actually do my homework and see if there are other ways we can play. Because mm-hmm. I actually, as Guillaume said, I played this game on my iPad. And I downloaded it from App Store, but now they didn't update the game to run in the newest iOS. But it doesn't matter, I'm pretty sure that there will be more alternatives. And since we are talking about your favorite movie on the planet, and how it was translated into a game, I think I should properly introduce my favorite movie on Earth, which makes these LEGO games my my favorite LEGO game on the planet. Listen to me, bro, and cry. Mm -hmm. The world is changing. I feel it in the water. I feel it in the earth. I smell it in the air. It's Lord of the Rings.
2: I'm crying.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh, that movie and the game and everything. Okay, guys. I can't even start to describe how much I like the Lord of the Rings. I, I, I could record, Guillaume and I could record like a five-hour episode on the book and movies and, and just the universe. Exactly. <laughs> and it turns out that Lego brought all the three movies. So the Lord of the Rings, we are not talking about the Hobbits, just the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy to their game. And I mean, honestly, it was like... It's everything I wanted to see in a LEGO game, basically, you know, paying their tribute to Lord of the Rings. And so, it's like, when I saw it and I started to watch the videos and started to play it, I was like, okay, imagine that most wonderful story being recounted but now with all this you know fun that lego brings so mm-hmm. we're talking about the introduction of the game with galadriel's voice explaining to us about the rings and then you see all these classic scenes that only thinking about them are, it makes me like crazy only it, remember when she's describing how many rings were given to every race And then you have all these classic scenes that just come to your head like... And nine. Nine rings were given to men. Mortals. And then you see all of them, like Legos, carrying their huge (laughs) ring that is basically the size of their hands, which is already super adorable. And one of them drops the ring by mistake and he goes like, Oh, shit. But, you know... Bro, it's like... Every cutscene, every puzzle, every time i could switch from legolas to frodo to mm. everything in that game was just fun and fun and laughter and like this is what i'm talking about and it's yeah. following the movie bro it's my favorite lego game ever mm-hmm. everything and, and, about that game is adorable
1: everything and i i fully i fully understand and I think it's a bummer that I never played that game like just for a reason probably because it was not and sometimes I'm like kind of impacted by what IGN is saying and they did not give a good score to that game so sometimes I'm just following the news and seeing that oh this one is not as good as it was supposed to be and that's probably why I never played that game but at the same time when we mentioned a Lego game it's It's not just about like the video game itself. It's about the memories and like other stuff that it brings back with the like playability and stuff like that. So like I wouldn't just give a score to a game only on the game. And Mm -hmm. I think that maybe like the one that scored Lord of the Rings, the Lego Lord Lord of the Rings game, was probably not a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Exactly. Because like... How can you give, how come can you give such a poor score to something that probably everyone, every fan of, like, Lord of the Rings fan would enjoy? Because if it's bringing the same memories that, like, you're describing now, how can you give, like, I, I think they gave, what, 6.5? 6. 6.8. It's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable that's a zero for other websites like for ign they never go below five or barely so 6.8 is like just pass like don't play that game
0: no it's it's and, and i agree with you 100 percent. i'm pretty sure that whomever did the was in charge of you know scoring this particular game didn't fully comprehend What was to bring the entire universe... All three huge movies Mm -hmm. into one game. And... I mean, I'm sorry. I love IGN's work. But sometimes it just suck. Depending on the game, they just Mm -hmm. suck. In my opinion. (laughs) And and that's one of them. So... I'm talking to my beloved bro. And our beloved audience. If there is anything you like... About The Lord of the Rings... You have to play this game. You have to. It's just gorgeous you're gonna laugh a lot you're going to remember a bunch of a bunch of stuff from the movies and i mean i read the books and the books are mm. massive these are not very oh, easy are. books to read no and i can tell you this the 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 game doesn't give a damn about the books it's only following the movies and we know that the movies aren't 100 accurate even though i i still adore them like i i just adore them uh mm. So they they definitely stick with the movies instead. And Mm -hmm. if there is only one complaint, although I don't even know if that is a real complaint per se, because maybe the game is just so awesome that you don't realize that the time is passing. But Mm -hmm. the one feeling I had was that I was having way too much fun in a game that ended up too quickly. You know? Okay. So, I, I was playing it and I was like, okay, the this, this story is advancing pretty fast. I realized that I was going from move one mm-hmm. to move two and I was like, I can't believe this. I'm already in move two. And same thing with. Mm-hmm. And towards the end, I was already like, how can I say? Sometimes I really wanted to play it and I was postponing because I didn't want it to be over. And, I see. and so, the game unfortunately gave me this sensation that it could actually be expanded because I was having mm-hmm. the best time when I was playing it. And so, mm-hmm. if there is one tiny little thing I would have changed... Would be... Add like maybe 40 more minutes of gameplay. That would already be enough. Okay. 40 more minutes, you know? Okay. So, I think you can mm-hmm. go from book one to book three... In about four and a half hours.
1: You know? Yeah. Okay. It's a very short game. It's pretty... Yeah. But, it's, if you compare to Harry Potter, for instance... Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely short. Exactly. And But sometimes... The problem is that Lord of the Rings, the universe, is really complicated and it fits really well in, a, let's say, open world kind of idea or like a more advanced uh, video game um, exactly. graphics and stuff like So that's probably why they kept it short so that like it's bringing a lot of memories but at the same time they don't have to overthink because what a Lego game should not do is something dramatically different. You know what I mean? You want to revive like the stuff you like about the movies or about the, the books, but you don't want something like brand new. Like That's not the idea. You want something that is Lego, but with the movies you love. And right. so I think it, it's not necessarily bad that it's only a 4.5 hours game,
2: mm-hmm.
1: only because if it's just pure joy, and that you enjoy so much playing it that it's probably just fine the way it is. If you enjoy, it, bro, like, what else do you need? Like, sometimes exactly, I don't need to, sp- bro. I don't I mean, need to spend forty hours in a game to enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the thing. Uh, if, if the decision was to make the game longer but less enjoyable, or the way it is, of course, I would just say keep it the way it is. And maybe that's why the game ended up being short. What I'm saying is, it's honestly one of those games that I was just, like, playing. And I don't know if you ever had this feeling. I I used to have this feeling all the time when I was reading books that I liked Mm -hmm. too much. And when I was getting towards the end of the book, I was like, damn it, the book is almost over. I should read a little bit slower. (laughs) And with this game, towards the end, I was like, I don't want it to be over. I realized that I was already climbing out the mountain doom. And Smego was coming to try and take the, the One Ring one last time. And I was like, okay... Is about to be over. And, and I didn't know what to do. So, it, it, as I told you, I don't know if it's really a complaint. Because I had the best time playing it. But that's what, what it felt. It was like I wanted to play this all over again. And I see. for this reason, if I had to, to grade it now, I would give it a 4.5 okay. cups of coffee. Which is still extremely high. For all Very these high. reasons I just gave. Mm-hmm. But... I just wish there was more because it is just the best. Okay.
1: Now let me ask you that question about that particular game because I know that you are fond of Lord of the Rings just like I am. Like we are huge fans. How would you compare that Lego that Lego video game to let's say Shadow of War or Shadow mm-hmm. of Mordor? Do you would you invest your money in that game or in something that is reusing the universe more of a shadow of war shadow of Mordor, or do you think that you should like just try to play the movies all over again with the lego game what do you think bro what would you do very good question
0: bro i mean if you are the kind of guy i mean for example you just uh described the game that is coming that is going to explore the Harry Potter universe, but you won't necessarily be interacting with Harry, Hermione, and Ron. Mm-hmm. If, if the universe, per se, is enough to engage you, I would say Shadow of War, Shadow of Mordor, you're going to love them. We both love these games, because the yes. universe of Lord of the Rings, for me, is extraordinary, and they even adding more stories they just came up with, I mean, they, they don't exist in the books or anything... With this Mm -hmm. extremely powerful elf that is part of who you are in the game. Mm -hmm. And Caleb Board's his name. So they they came up with this whole new idea. And I think both games are amazing in their own way. But if you are the kind of guy who's like, I want to play as Legolas and then Aragorn, you know. And then I want to be the hobbits and I want to leave the whole movie again that I love so much then the Lego game is for you because you're not going to find a single character that you're not familiar with, that you don't Mm -hmm. love already from the books and, and the movies. So I would say if you always dreamed of being Aragorn, Legolas, Frodo, Sam, just go
1: for it. Oh, so yeah, I mean, a quick recap, our top five, not ranked. We have Indiana Jones, we have Marvel superheroes, Harry Potter. My favorite one is Star Wars. Indiana Jones is very close, but Star Wars and yours is the Lord of the Rings. Exactly. And now we have some Ask Game Bros questions. And the first one would be uh, like Operon is asking in the chat. What are your thoughts on Lord of the Rings and Zelda? Same universe, different times.
0: yeah when i saw this was like yeah wow i i mean i already love this universe and if you tell me that they're only one that that's when people start crying here uh in this context i would think that maybe link and zelda would be elves Mm -hmm. and there are some other creatures in Breath of the Wild or in, in a Zelda universe that don't necessarily exist in uh, Lord of the Rings. So, maybe mm-hmm. there is some sort of evolution going on as well. Which oh. I'm not against at all. Far mm-hmm. the opposite. But, I mean, it's a very tempting thought to say the least.
1: Okay. That's what I yes. would say. In my opinion, they are not. But maybe I'm too strict and they are not fully compatible. I love both universe, universes so much. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, Zelda Breath of the Wild is my favorite game ever. And, yeah, Zelda is post-apocalyptic. Yeah, but, like, this Breath of the Wild is post-apocalyptic. And so, for instance, the, the Hyrule Warriors that we mentioned in the intro, like in our breaking news section, will be like, during the apocalypse. So, you're fighting against Ganon and you're trying to bring, like, peace back. So, you're fighting. That's the war. Uh, so, like, same. That's, that's a huge universe. A um, lot of the... I don't see a way where you could combine those two. Even if I were thinking a lot about it, for me, those two huge universes are not compatible because for me Zelda was my first Game Boy game. Uh, yeah, I mean it's a long time ago. (laughs) Whatever. And Lord of the Rings are probably my favorite books on the planet with Harry Potter. Uh, I did not like read them at the same time. I did not read them at the same time obviously because Lord of the Rings are fairly complicated compared to Mm -hmm. Harry Potter. But i I wouldn't see a way where you could combine those two because Lord of the Rings is so complex. I'm not saying that Zelda is not, but like Lord of the Rings was created so like a long time ago, really long time ago, and was based on like mythical uh, stories from before so like from the Norse and stuff like that so like he created a huge very complex universe and Zelda sometimes is like just taking some inspirations probably on the Tolkien universe mm-hmm. but I don't see a way where you could combine those because one is literally a universe created for books and one is for video games meaning that like you try to create games based on a story somehow, but, like, not all the stories are related to. So, yeah, I... Yeah, Lord of the Rings before Zelda, Zelda after... Yeah, maybe, I don't know.
0: I I agree with you, bro, and, I mean, we, we are, like, huge nerds, and, I mean, if you think that we are nerds enough, I'm telling you that they are actually... Published articles that I'm talking about like actual journals. Of course, not, we're not gonna talk about really high impact factors, but they're actual <laughs> journals yes. trying to map the evolution of different races in the Tolkien universe. Mm-hmm. Going all the way from the first elves coming and dwarves and so on, all the way to Uruk High and Orcs. So what they that's like Pretty much the whole universe, it's, Mm -hmm. they have their own languages. They have like, it's, it's extraordinary. It's fascinating. I think it's the one thing that keeps me, you know, Mm -hmm. engaged every single time I watch the movies or I read the books. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I think if there is one thing we can say for sure regarding this question is that there is some inspiration taken from the Tolkien universe. I think. Every single good fantasy story has Mm -hmm. taken a little bit from that universe. Mm -hmm. That's my, my opinion, my general opinion.
1: Not just that, like everything that is based on, even though Tolkien did not create technically the elves or the, like the dwarves and stuff like that, but the way he brought everything all together in this very complex and deep universe in amazing books. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we should do an episode about the Tolkien universe one day. But like just to say that it's so complex that like even Dungeons and Dragons are hugely based on the Tolkien universe and not just on like elvish like stories or stuff like that that were published probably before or books that were published before Tolkien. So everything like is hugely based on Tolkien's books and Tolkien's mm-hmm. universe. And even World of Warcraft is based on the Tolkien's universe. So, of course, they took some inspirations here and there and they created like a part of like that is brand new. And I think it's probably the same with Zelda. So I I would say, and you said it pretty well, is that everything is based on like most of the stuff is based on the Tolkien universe. So how can you include that into something else is not fair to say, because the Tolkien universe was probably here first. So how would you combine Zelda with Lord of the Rings? Yeah, I I don't see how I could combine them because like one is about destroying the One Ring, huge quest, probably one of the biggest quests in books ever. And Zelda is just about like Link trying to release Zelda from Ganondorf, so like yeah, it's not the same quest, so I don't see how you could combine those two. It, they're not really the same. And now, like, of course, Operin is asking another weird question. She tries us <laughs> to combine Skyrim and Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I did not play Skyrim, so and that's probably my mistake. I will probably buy it on Nintendo Switch, because I know it's one of the best game ever. I know that you have a lot of, like, huge fans of Skyrim. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know how. Like, I'm I'm playing a lot of Elder Scrolls games. I used to play a lot of Elder Scrolls games, but never Skyrim. So, I'm sorry about that. Um, same. I'm going to answer the same. Even though I did not play Skyrim, Lord of the rings, and we are talking about the Tolkien universe, think about it as the basis. Like, it came first, and, mm-hmm. like, Everyone took inspiration of that on that huge, huge universe to create their own. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. That said, like Skyrim goes after Lord of the Rings somehow, but you cannot really combine them. Exactly. Yes, I Not think the they try quests. to. Not the same quests.
0: They try to give their own perception, their own universe to it. But I mean, the the Lord of the Rings is the pioneer, right? Mm-hmm. In they they it's such an amazing environment that it gives the possibility of you to just you know expand it however you would like and i mean i'm actually wondering here guys and if you have you know ideas for the next episodes i know guillaume and i have a bunch of ideas we don't even know what to start from (laughs) but uh if you guys have more ideas about you know what games you should bring next or maybe what consoles or Mm -hmm. just you know let us know um and and I we'll think definitely it's pretty
2: clear <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and will definitely have we'll definitely take all of that into consideration. Another thing is I've been playing Avengers, the new game, on Ooh. PS4, mm-hmm. and I'm having a great time. And okay. I know that for those who bought Avengers now on PS4 Uh, just rest assured that if you get a PS5 in the end you just you know use your disc and they will immediately and for free upgrade it to the PS5 version so it's not like it's gonna be a waste of money if you decide to buy so it's something that I'm playing and I'm enjoying a lot you guys you know we have a bunch of ideas I don't think that Guillaume and I have decided yet which is gonna be the next episode but we will keep you posted and in the meantime you guys keep telling us what you would like Mm -hmm. to hear about And we'll love to take that into consideration. Right,
1: bro? It was so much fun to do that episode today because Legos are amazing. And that's something you should buy whenever, if one day you have kids, you should buy them Legos. And Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about the video games. I'm actually talking about the sets. Because then, later on, when they will grow up and play video games... Everything, like, will, like, bring a lot of memories back for your kids. And I, I cannot, like, I can't wait to do that with my kids. Because I loved Lego so much that now I'm trying to find excuses to just buy the new Death Star, for instance. But, like, it's a big one. It's like $500. My wife would kill me. Uh, but... I have an excuse now because I have two kids. So if I buy them a Death Star, I will be able to... It's for the kids, bro. It's for the kids. Probably, I guess, I guess. (laughs) So it was so much fun talking with you today, bro. And we thank our audience to be so awesome, asking so many questions during the show. Live shows are incredibly good. I, I really enjoy a lot. And yeah. Keep us posted on something you really want us to talk about for next episode. We have a lot of like ideas. So, and yeah, I know you want us to play Among Us. We are all dudes. I don't know if we can play Among uh, Us.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm wondering too. I mean, I, I promise you I'm going to take a look at that and see if it's this kind of game that we are, you know, in the context of playing. But I, I know it's <sighs> it's a fever. Everybody loves it. On Twitch,
1: like everyone is playing Among Us, and I'm like, I I don't fully get, I don't fully get the fever. I'm like, yeah, it looks okay. <laughs> it's easy, I promise. Okay, we'll see. We 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 should give it a try. But yeah. for us, it's pretty much the same as playing Animal Crossing. We don't have like a tendency to play this kind of games, so I don't know. Maybe we will love it, so we should probably try. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely know.
0: Listen to you guys, take a look at everything. And the truth is, I am very tempted in making a new episode, either the next episode or not. But um, it's basically the idea of talking about the new games that are coming. Because I'm following the news and there are so many incredible games coming for a bunch of different consoles. And I think we should basically talk about this I mean, I don't even know where to start from. There, there's mm-hmm. so many incredible games coming. So, sure. and, and, and the cool thing is that, as I said, we are not necessarily uh, obliged to buy another console in order to mm-hmm. enjoy them. So I think either way, we're going to have a lot of fun in the in the coming episodes.
1: Bro, thank you so much. Yes, thank you, bro. It was amazing. Bye, everyone. Thanks a lot.